This is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Church's South Gathering. Are you interested in hearing more about our church? Yes. You are, Dave? Yes. Well, you could go to Bethlehem.church wow. forward slash south. Mm. How you guys doing? Great. Good. Good. Stacy's here. Hi, Stacy. Hi. You've already heard Dave. Hi, Dave. Hey. Random question today. How do you feel about driving? <laughs> it doesn't feel, I'm going to be honest, it, it doesn't feel random to me. I feel like you're asking it for a reason. It's a leading question. But I don't even know if I want to answer because I know what you really want from Stacy. So. <laughs> I mean, like, say you had to drive to like Apple Valley. Oh my Are we talking all you the way what? from Lakeville? Yeah. <laughs> well. Fine. Yeah, driving to Apple Valley or Burnsville from where I live in Lakeville is just not enjoyable. Like 42 is horrible. There's is road it, construction th- everywhere. Is honest? Is it just because of the traffic? Like the stop and start? I hate, for, I hate 42. Yes. And I think just like all these like little, I don't know, trips to like bring kids places or this or that. Yeah. I mean, I can relate. Like you get into your routine, like this is my normal drive. I'm used to it. I know the best routes, yep. you know, and then you have to do something different and yeah. sometimes it can feel not ideal. Yeah, I'm but used to it's it. still I, only Apple Valley. <laughs> I'm used to like a seven-minute drive to church. That's all. That's the only place I go. Yeah, but I'm thinking of like if you had to do a commute, half hour in your car. Great, I'd be by myself for a half hour. I could put on some worship music or a podcast. Instead, there's those kids. But instead, it's just this. So your problem, just to be clear, <laughs> as the care and counseling coordinator, <laughs> is with all the other people in the world, including your own kids. See, it's sanctifying. That's yeah. right. It is. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, like, but a nice, a beautiful yeah. drive, like up north. Easy, that's enjoyable. Or out in the country, it's yeah. pretty. That's yeah. that would be nice. Yep. How about you, Nick? I don't mind it. I just put on music <laughs> and then I kinda like maybe it's not good because I like half tuned everything else out. So <laughs> you know I'm driving. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that was enlightening. Thanks, guys. It was good. <laughs> so we are <laughs> sorry, Stacy. <laughs> We are continuing our series on why we do things the way that we do here at the South Campus. And today uh, we're going to talk about communion. Now, we've talked about communion a couple times before on the podcast, but um, we just thought about things that we do really intentionally at the South Campus. And we thought, man, this would be just good to hit on one more time. Maybe there's some people that are new around here who don't know why we, how we view it, why we do it every week, things like that. And then that'll transition into kind of an update on how we're going to do it uh, pretty soon here going forward. So it just seemed like a timely topic. So maybe just start with Dave. Um, If there was something that you really wanted people to get about the importance of communion, what does it symbolize? Why do we do it? Where would you start with that? Yeah, I would, uh, well, I'd point him to 1 Corinthians uh, 10 and 11, where Paul kind of applies all that Jesus does in the gospels to the church in Corinth. Um, so if I, if I wanted them to get uh, two things, I'd want them to get, number one, what it is. So I, I would go to 1 Corinthians 10, mm-hmm. 16 to 17, and it says this, The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because there's one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. So what I would say is that when we are taking communion together as a family, as that one body, 
We are participating. The word there is the same word for fellowship. We're fellowshipping with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's there with us spiritually in a, in a powerful way as we kind of obey his calling to enter into this together as a family. So I'd, I'd, I would just want people to know, man, as I'm taking this, uh, this bread and this, uh, this cup, I'm meeting with Jesus right now. Right. Um, I'm meeting with Jesus individually, and because it's supposed to be a family meal, um, we are meeting with Jesus right now corporately, which is why you know, the, the warnings that we give every week flow out of that reality. Hey, if you're not a believer, if you don't trust Jesus, let this pass by. Hey, if you're- Because you're not fellowship. Because you're not fellowshiping with yeah. Jesus, and, and really you're going to eat and drink kind of a false sense of security or judgment on yourself. Um, hey, if you're- if you want to participate with your sin, actually 1 Corinthians 10 talks about this as well, just that we shouldn't participate with idols and with Christ. You can't do both at the same time. So that's why we say, hey, if you're if you're participating in sin that you're not ready to let go of, you're fellowshipping with your sin. Your you're, you're sin's your buddy. Um, and you're not yet willing to bring that to the foot of Jesus. Hey, don't take this because you can't fellowship with Jesus and your sin at the same time. Mm-hmm. And hey, if you're got bitterness or frustration or unforgiveness in your heart about another believer in this body. This is a family meal. Uh, so don't participate at this time. Instead, go and make it right. But the caveat in all those things is, hey, maybe you've been hard-hearted until the worship service today. <laughs> right. maybe, yeah. maybe you've been unforgiving until the worship service today, but God has so moved in your heart that your heart is softened now to say, hey, Jesus, I want to fellowship with you. And what we need to know is when we fellowship with Jesus— He's, uh, you know, it's the story and, you know, it's in Narnia, you know, he's not safe, but he's good. So when we fellowship with him, he's going to call us to go ask for forgiveness. That's hard. It's not safe, but it's good. Mm -hmm. It's going to call us to forgive others. Not safe, but good. He's going to call us to lay down our sins and follow him. Not safe, but good. So the first thing I want to know is, hey, there's real participation with Jesus here. Mm -hmm. There's real sanctifying grace here. Right. And there's real consequences because there's fellowship with Jesus and sanctifying grace for not entering in with that kind of uh, soberness and just the real, and sweetness, the sweetness of fellowshipping with Jesus is there too. Right. And the second thing I'd say is, is kind of flowing out of that is when you read 1 Corinthians 11 and when you think about what we're doing, the sanctifying uh, fellowship with Jesus, well, the picture we get is kind of every week. So that's why mm-hmm. we, we switch doing it every week here at the South Campus is uh, we just think it's it's good to have that sanctifying grace moment, that f- corporate fellowship with Jesus in that special way week after week. Um, and that the Bible, if you read through 1 Corinthians 11, for example, where they're talking about this, the phrase you see is when we come together and it's right. five different times in the second half of 1 Corinthians 11, which is why we make the case, well, it seems like they did it when they came when together. They came together yeah. And so we just, we just think that's, we don't think, we don't think churches that do it once a month or once a quarter or whatever are wrong or uh, unfaithful. We just think as much as we can tell, it was a regular rhythm in the early church and we think we get why. And we, we wanna, mm-hmm. wanna put that before people. And the, what I'd say is the one thing I heard from a lot of people before we started doing, was this going to get boring? It's going to get mundane. It's going to get, you know, whatever. And many of those same people, by God's grace, because I think that it's a good thing to do, have come back and said, wow, it's become one of my favorite moments every week. 
And so I think I, I and it is for me too. You know, I'm absolutely as I'm getting yep. done preaching the sermon, I'm getting ready to get our hearts ready. I'm like, okay, Dave, <laughs> what's going on in your heart? What's going on in your family? What did you say to your kids this morning? You know, all those, mm-hmm. all those kinds of things. And so I think it's it's become a really sweet weekly corporate fellowship with Jesus. Um, so that's what I'd want people to know mainly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. <clears throat> and especially, you know if it is a, a moment for sanctifying grace, like you said, then that's another reason, like, of course we would want to do it every week because right. we need help every week. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. <laughs> we need to be sanctified every week. Yeah. And um, I think as we talked about on the Embodied Souls uh, mini series or something, I think we mm-hmm. mentioned communion that um, we're commanded to remember the gospel every week and yeah. that mm. for some reason God gave us this <laughs> to help us physically remember yep. like to do something. Cause we yep. could just sit around and like, let's think about the bread, you know, let's think about his body being broken and his blood being shed, but mm-hmm. he didn't tell us to just do that, but he gave us something to do physically to help mm-hmm. us remember that. Mm-hmm. I think that's just really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. As embodied souls, yeah. something happens when we physically enact right. something that mm-hmm. we, that we do. Yep. Um, so I, 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 for me too, I think that there's a level of the, the, the acting out makes the principles land in my heart in a really yeah. real mm-hmm. way. Like, I'm not just thinking, well, his body is broken. His, I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I want to, Jesus, I want this sweet fellowship with you right now. Mm-hmm. What's in the way of that? <laughs> and I'm going to actually do something. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to deal with something before I do this thing versus, you know, I can, you know, we've talked about car rides, right? Be in my car. Going to Apple Valley, all the traffic and all sorts of sin going on in my heart. Look how this is all flowing together. All sorts of sin going on in my heart with those drivers and my kids. And (laughs) I'm not really forced to deal with it in the same way in that moment because I'm not going to enact it in any way, you know? It's not just you, Stacey. It's everybody. It's all way, man. Oh, I know that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think think that there is a... And when we think about it replacing the Passover where they were commemorating right. and remembering redemption yes. from Egypt. Mm-hmm. It's We're just commemorating and remembering and entering into fellowship with our Savior who's done such a greater redemption mm-hmm. than, than even that. The true and perfect Passover lamb. Yeah. Yep. It, it, yep. And, and it's we're remembering what we're completely about as a church all the time. <laughs> and this is what yeah. we're about. This is what we're about. And so it's every week, once a week, we're just going, you know, we all have rhythms and routines, things that we do to remind ourselves of things. And once a week, we're just going, hey, remember... This is all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. This is all about what he did. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't fit the end of a sermon, uh, then I haven't done my job, right? So, so I think that I think it's fitting a fitting way mm-hmm. to enter into fellowship with Jesus too after he commends himself to us in his word. Yep, mm-hmm. that's great. So we, we used to do, you know, communion once a month and we switched to every week and then, you know, COVID hit and we had to do it different, you know, because... <laughs> yep that just changed all of our rhythms for everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So we've been still um, using like the prepackaged elements, but coming up here pretty soon, we're going to go back to preparing our own. So we're going to get rid of those little plastic things and the styrofoam wafers. (laughs) We'll have a few. We'll have a few for people Mm -hmm. that that want that. Yeah, exactly. So there'll still be some. They probably don't want it for taste for other reasons. Right, yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh, yep. Um, but we're also going to kind of switch the way that we um, receive the elements. Uh, and so I can, I'll just give kind of an overview and then maybe just ask a couple questions about the process of how we got there. Um, 
So what we're gonna do is instead of passing the plates, we're gonna have them kind of up front uh, in front of the stage. And when the moment comes, Dave or whoever's preaching will come up, fence the table like normal, right? So say this is everything that Dave just talked about. This is why we do this. This is who it's for. And then there's just gonna be a time of reflection. And what, what's gonna happen there is Dave or whoever's preaching will say, just consider this moment, consider the body, consider your sin. And then whenever you're ready, come on up and uh, receive the elements. So it's gonna give a time of reflection. And then the worship team is gonna just sing a couple songs and they'll be more reflective. Um, and it'll just give some space to do business <laughs> with Jesus in that moment. And then we're still doing it as a family. We're still doing it all at the same time. And when you're, when you're ready, you just come up and you receive the elements and then you go back to your seat. And after you're done, you just stand up and worship. You just worship overflowing and thanksgiving for what God has done. So um, that's kind of where we're moving. We're, our goal is kind of mid-September, right around the time of kickoff of all of fall programs and things like that um, to kind of introduce this new way of doing communion. So Dave, I mean, do you have any ways that you are thinking about this? Is it, you know, just, I don't know. How, how would you talk about this? change for people you know some people change is tough <laughs> change is hard uh yeah i think i think um stacy had a good segue to it i think one of the ways we're thinking about it again is that as embodied souls it's maybe a more uh, active response you know hey come up and get the elements when you're ready uh kind of the kind of a come to jesus moment every week mm -hmm. um come and meet with him uh, take, take, you know, giving, I, I'm, I'm pretty convinced our, our culture in general doesn't know how to uh, be quiet and doesn't know how to rest and doesn't know how to have even enough, uh, enough space to think for five minutes. Yeah. And so given a little bit more space to go, man, I just want to, I want to chew on this. I want to talk to Jesus. I want to confess. I want to think about what relationships there might be bitterness and brokenness. Um, and then to come up and respond I think is a powerful way to just embody uh, that that what's going on in our hearts. It's it's like why we sing, right? We sing as an outward expression of what's going on in our hearts. We come up as this kind of outward expression of what's going on in our hearts. So that's sweet. I mean, you and I, uh, we we did it this way uh, in Albert Lee. Mm -hmm. We're not doing it this way because we did it that way. Right. But one of the things that we saw, it took some time. Um, one of the things we saw is that we would even have people during kind of all the moving around. Yep. Um, go into another brother or sister in Christ and be like, hey, we okay? Hey, <laughs> hey, we had this thing. Are, yeah. are, are we good? We need a and all the moving yep. around kind of made it not weird, you know, um, made it okay to go do that even in that moment. And so we don't, we don't want church to be a, a game. Uh, we don't want it to be a a show. We want it to be real life with Jesus really meeting with his people. And we, as the elders have talked, we, we hope this will be another way to kind of embody and live out what's going on in our hearts and maybe provide some context for some conversations and reflection. Um, so I, th I think that's kind of the heart behind it. Absolutely. And, uh, and it's not because we think it's like more liturgical, or like, you know, more no. whatever, you know, no. how different churches and traditions have historically done communion. There's yeah. all sorts of different ways and expressions that it's been done. And yep. really yep. this is the heartbeat yep. behind it. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's, that's the hope just that there'd be another moment where, 
we can be real with Jesus, maybe for a little bit longer than we're used to, maybe going to other people, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe spouses got to take some time and pray together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what happened on the way to church? Uh, you know, just, just those, a little bit of extra time for people to, to do with Jesus what they need to do with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. respond, come up, come up and respond. And like you said, then, but, you know, the, the reflection happens, you come up and you fellowship with Jesus and rejoice in the gospel. And then by the time you're back at your seat, you should just be ready to enter into worship, right? Yep. Kind of this uh, thanksgiving of all that he's done for you mm-hmm. week after mm-hmm. week. Absolutely. So that's kind of where we're heading. Uh, and you can be looking for some more communication about this. I think we'll do a, like a Friday newsletter about it. We'll probably record a video just to explain it a little bit more in detail um, and link to that video and... Um, Maybe you could act it out. That's what I was yeah. thinking. You could do like a role play of how do we do this? I could lead this pretend worship you, and, yep. and you could act it out and we could, have, we could have the worst ever <laughs> worship want, yeah. service thing ever on video. <laughs> we could just overdub a worship song <laughs> like, over you. Uh, that, okay, that's good. You <laughs> you that's do, right. Make me sound really good. <laughs> that's right. You could show us what to do and what not to do. Oh. oh. I don't know, like... Good. I don't think we need to overthink this. Okay. You know, we probably <laughs> should have, if we're going to do something like that, we probably should have done it with these little plastic covers. Don't grab the whole thing at once. There are two layers. It's the tutorial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. We got through that and we'll get through that. That's this. true. It'll, That's be, right. it'll be yeah. good. So, all right. Well, thanks guys. I appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Yeah.